And hey, everybody, what is going on? Mark here with Chris mm. and Rob. Uh-huh. We wanted to stop in before the episode and give you a special announcement that as of today, April 1st, Monday, April 1st, we have officially launched our Patreon campaign. Oh, my God. I'm just astounded. Patreon. We... <laughs> <laughs> we, we could be a couple months late. We could be. I may have drunkenly announced this back in January. Sure. In a moment of celebration and inebriation that it would be coming That's out. That's what we I do. I think in a couple of weeks, I said. Yeah, well, it well, depends on how you define a couple. If you include some months, then I guess. If you're hard, out. fast on two, yeah. then fine. Y- yeah, no. We right, right. Yeah. Well, we had a couple bumps in the road. We had some things happen, but we got it all ironed out, and you can go to patreon.com. Slash Kryptonaut Podcast, and you can sign up for our Patreon. We have two tiers. As of yet. So far. We're going to do a soft launch with two tiers. We have more tiers coming, uh, and we want some feedback from you guys on that, too. The very first tier is going to be the $1 tier, which is the thank you tier. Mm -hmm. $1. You you give $1. A buck. We, at the end of a uh, podcast episode, uh, probably coming up in the next couple of weeks, maybe not, we will give you a thank you. We will say thanks for contributing to our Patreon. We will say your name, and everyone will join join us in the celebration. Yeah. Indeed. Uh, the next tier is the $5 tier. Ooh. The fancy bump. Oh, yeah, the $5 tier. You get bonus episodes, two bonus episodes a month. Which we have been diligently two. recording. We have, yes. We actually are ahead of schedule. Storing away like little squirrels with nuts in their mouth. Yes, we have some new episodes that we're going to be recording, and we have some archive episodes that we're going to pull out of, epi- of things that we just didn't release. So you're, you're going to get unreleased material and new material. Absolutely. So, Gee, that sounds good. Bargain. It surely does. Five bucks for archival things that probably never should see the light of day and brand new things that are fairly exciting. I think ethically we've been having the discussion of should we make people pay for this? Yeah. <laughs> but, no, you know, oh my I mean, God. Whatever. It is, is it, like I refer to it as, as some of these early pods that didn't quite make it into normal circulation are the uh, quote unquote too drunk to fuck pods. It's a where, excellent Dead Candies reference there, Robert. Absolutely. You know, one of my favorites. And yet somehow as I've uh, taken the time to listen to them before they've been released, I'm like, they're pretty gosh darn fun. They're pretty fun. Yeah. 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 That's so you not a surprise. Join. If you've been listening to us, these, are, these pods will not be surprise no the, yeah, the first batch at least <laughs> yeah. will not be a surprise sometimes we might get a little bit too drunk and things might go off the rails but you know what it's fun it's there it's happening and also too we're gonna be recording new stuff oh totally so, yeah that's the deal so again that is patreon.com slash podcast the link for that will be in the description of this podcast you can sign up for that and uh thank you all to everyone who has already signed up because somehow you all are detectives and went on patreon and located our account oh yeah before i even we even talked about it. it at all. Yeah, so there's people that have been paying. Yeah, and Batman like, level detective. <laughs> yeah, like, true. Fuck, yeah, I know. Really, like, yeah. like fucking ninth level sleuthing here. So everyone out there that already signed up, your content is on the way. And you good listener, if you'd like to sign up again, you can go check that out on Patreon. Uh, and yeah, there you have it. That's and, all. I and for the record, the five buck will not only get you. Uh, five bucks will not only get you the uh, bonus pods, but a thank you as well. A thank so you as well. It's not yeah. like you know you miss out on the opportunity no. to get a thank you. Right. No. You could just both. Yeah. So if you know if you want to help support the pod, one dollar, five dollar. Uh, some actually a couple of people in, have been hitting in between like three or four bucks because I guess you can you can hit like whatever you can say. Yeah, I'm just gonna give three dollars and just leave it at that. Oh, so, I mean that's sure. really sweet. Yeah. I mean it's a nice thing. Like saying, I just want to thank you. Here's my three bucks. There you go. Yeah. But if you're gonna throw down four. Make it five and enjoy some more pots. <laughs> I'm not saying it because I want your extra buck. I'm just saying, 
for an extra dollar, no, it's probably worth yeah, it. Yeah, at that point, yeah. I, I get yeah. it. Well, in their defense, I had to unpublish the five dollar tier because too many people signed up for it way too oh, early. Oh, I know no. we, didn't, we didn't have anything. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, nothing. oh no. Thank you all that did that, though. We appreciate that. So there you have it. Onward and upward with the podcast. Christopher Q. That creepy music. Welcome to the Kryptonite Podcast. I'm Mark Stores, and with me, as always, is Mark Stores and Mark Stores. Thank you for joining the Mark wow. Stores Show. <laughs> That's well, that it is now. It's designated really as you the Mark Stores Show. You can follow me on Twitter at Mark Stores, the Mark Show, and you can follow me on Instagram at Stores. Wow! And don't follow me on Facebook because I'm not really ever there. No, you're not. There you go. That would yeah. be a waste of your time. Yeah. We're all Mark. This week on the Mark Show, Mark and Carn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, where do we go from here? Oh, thank you for joining the Kryptonite Podcast uh, social medias. Yes. Our mm. Kryptonite Podcast social medias on the Twitters, the Instas, and the Facebooks. Um, Big Cartel. Do it. You can go buy some stuff there, Big Cartel. Ooh, kryptonitepodcast.bigcartel.com. I made a, oh, a little slip. A little slip. Yeah, pop. wow. I never do that. A flub. I'm a always, little didgeridoo, if you will. I'm always good at <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? Or should I say a didgeridoo doo? Oh, oh, didigeridon't. Didgeridon't. Oh, Didgerid fuck off. Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. no, that's the best. Oh, sorry. Oh, my best. God. It's early. I'm just saying. Aboriginal. Okay. Just saying, get it together. <laughs> Bruh. What we're trying to get to is that this week we're talking about 21st century dragons. Indeed, we are. So, this is kind of a blanket topic, right? It's big and broad. Yeah. And you know what? Before we even get into it, I want to give a shout out to uh, Richard Friedman. Richard Friedman. Um, is you know a phenomenal author. He's the uh, zoological director of the uh, Center for Fertian Biology. He's an author and an adventurer, and he's somebody awesome. who uh, I, you know I think we've all admired for years. I've been just watching him on TV, following his work, reading his books forever. Mm. So he kindly uh, sent out a, a, a message to to us saying that he really enjoyed the podcast. And, oh, cool, uh, awesome! And of course, it made my fucking day. And so we we started exchanging information back and forth. And one of the things he's been working on for his forthcoming book uh adventures in cryptozoology which will be out may 30th awesome. um is modern day dragon sightings so he sent me the information that's oh, going cool. to be contained within this tome nice and uh and i i use that and and then extrapolated on a little bit and it sort of inspired what we're going to be doing tonight so again a big fat shout out to richard freeman who hell yeah, hell yeah. Oh, yeah dude a fucking you know like say just an awesome cat and uh and I, I couldn't be more flattered that he digs what we're doing. Yeah, Jesus, yeah, I awesome. know, right? That's, 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 that's pretty cool. All right, let's get started with There is not a culture on Earth whose people do not have what some claim to be historical tales of mammoth, quasi-reptilian, often fire-breathing monstrosities known as dragons. These globally ubiquitous beasts' origins have been tracked back to 40,000 years ago when legends of these savage saurians first emerged from the sub-Saharan Africa. But now, as modern technology canvases the planet and traditional beliefs in monsters of legend have all but faded from our collective consciousness, 
There has been a sudden and inexplicable surge in sightings of flesh and blood animals that can only be identified as dragons. In Dubadilly. Well, there it is. I See you next week. I fumbled my way through it, but I made it. <laughs> you know, I'm so proud of you right now. Thank I didn't you. even no, want. I, was, I didn't want to acknowledge it because I thought it would feel like a backhanded compliment. Like I'm, like I'm being condescending, but not at all. No, you, you really, are. It's you fine. just owned it. No, I'm not. You make it. You make me look like such a mean douche to Stop. our listeners. Stop being a victim. Wow. <laughs> what is that? So I don't even know even what that means. Myself now? Yeah. You. This is what he did. He just says, and, and you don't even have an argument. Look, I don't even know what to say. What Not you just for said. nothing, but I've missed you guys all week. So That's thank true. you. <laughs> I know. I really have. It's been a long oh, week. Oh, bless you guys. All right, man. So I'm kind of stoked about dragons. Dragons. I, I love yeah, dragons. Yeah. The I dragon. was so fascinated by these things. I mean, I've, I've been tracking. There's been, like, obviously, you know, pretty... Uh, Shady though interesting videos coming in, especially from China yeah, for the last few years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's it's been on my radar a little, but not something I really focused on. But uh but these accounts that uh that that Richard Freeman sent us and and other research I've been able to do really kind of is piqued my interest in a in a great way. So let's just get started. All right, cool. When I think of dragons, the images that pop into my mind are ones of slightly singed, armor-clad warriors like St. George charging headlong toward the belly of an enormous, talon-bearing, scale-smothered, serpent-headed beast. Horns, wings, and dorsal plates optional. You gotta leave. You gotta yeah. leave open for options. Well, yeah. It's like a caddy. It's variety. the caddy of mythical beasts. Yeah. Variety. You, you need what you need. Sometimes you need the tail fin, sometimes you don't. Yeah. I also think of writhing, whiskered, crimson and gold-plated sky demons cavorting in the skies above the provinces of China, bringing luck and inspiring awe in all who bore witness to them. The two fundamental dragons, the European Night Slayer and the beautiful, soaring, whiskered... Yes. Like many who love cryptozoology, not to mention sword and sorcery films, I adore the idea of dragons... But unlike aliens, the orang pendek, or varied lake monsters, I've often relegated these fire-breathing fiends to the realms of myth and legend. Formidable and fierce as these creatures might be on the written page or silver screen, I've always believed that these beautiful, barbaric brutes were the stuff of fantasy novels, role-playing games, and heavy metal album covers. Sure. Yeah. The best of the best. Well, especially the Western dragon. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. If you had asked a younger me what I thought about dragons, I would likely have gushed for the better part of an hour about how awesome movies like Dragon Slayer and Reign of Fire were. Then, with great reluctance, I would have added that the stories surrounding such creatures likely stemmed from our antediluvian ancestors' completely understandable misidentification of the fossilized remains of dinosaurs, as well as the Roman Catholic Church's need to bolster the reputations of their saints by having them best these allegorical avatars of the Dark Lord. Not to describe the Dark Lord, but I want to make a note real quick here. Antediluv... What is it? Just old-timey. Okay, but how do you pronounce it? Antediluvian. Okay, good. Vocabulary word of the week. Absolutely. Okay, now back to the devil. You know, we should do we should, <laughs> yeah. we should do Kryptonaut back vocab. Back to Satan. <laughs> back yeah. to Satan. Right. Totally. Satan, the Satan brings the devil. Decrepitude. <laughs> oh my God. I, I know. We could, okay, have, I know. we could have callbacks all I know. the way. Oh, oh, Oleanus. Oh, no, wait, wait, what was it? Oleanus. Yeah. But do you guys remember what that is, though? The oily. Yes. So. No, I know. I've heard that word before. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I'm greasy as shit. So learning. Oh yeah, my T zone sucks. Me too. I'm a pile of grease. Absolutely. The problem with this skeptically sound and remarkably rational dismissal of these behemoths of yore is simple. Folks from all walks of life and from nations as far-flung as Japan, Iceland, China, and the United States keep seeing them, 
right up into the new digital millennium. So current day dragon sightings. People are fucking right, just man. seeing yeah, these things. Happens. You want, I mean, there's about a thousand rational reasons to say no, but fuckers are seeing them. All right. <laughs> there are controversial videos hailing from China that purport to show dragons in flight, and there are scads of eyewitnesses who claim to have seen these mythical monsters with their own two eyes. Here are just a few of the more intriguing accounts. Our first post-millennial case comes to us from Osaka, Japan. Sometime in May of 2003, David Nardiello, an English teacher at the Nigshimozu High School in the city of Wata Shinkicho, again, okay. I know, I'm not saying that mm. right, but yeah, was riding his bicycle home late in the evening through a torrential downpour. The heavy rains had saturated the nearby rice fields, creating deep pools, one of which concealed a creature of mythic proportions. Mm, foreshadowing. Just, just hanging out. Not really. I mean, we all know Is it just the about. shadow? Yeah. It, okay, it could good. Be. Yeah. There's no force. I mean, if it ends up being a unicorn, people are like, fuck. Oh, Rob's a liar. Doing? Rob's a victim liar. God it's damn it. It's true. Oh, my God. Really? <laughs> Jeez. All right. Criminals. David pedaled on negotiating the treacherous puddle-ridden road. The teacher was undoubtedly preoccupied with thoughts of getting out of this deluge as quickly as possible when his attention was snagged by a sudden burst of movement in the flooded rice paddies off the side of the road. David was astonished to see a massive alabaster animal emerge from the pools. The creature had a bulky lizard-like body that was supported on four limbs resembling those of a cat. Cat and lizards. Okay. Classic dragon. Yeah. Mounted on its back was a pair of leathery bat-like wings, which unfurled as its long neck and snake-like head surged from the water. And that's when David's shock turned to outright horror. Just after surfacing, the bleached beast turned its serpentine head towards the transfixed teacher, bared its sizable fangs, and stared directly at him with its inky black shark-like eyes. Almost certainly terrified for his life, David was utterly unprepared for what happened next. Without warning, the white dragon flapped its huge wings and shot up to nearly 100 feet in the air. So suddenly, you just, you're just you're going by this rice paddy in a fucking monsoon. A, just, and this thing just surges it up. Out. It's yeah. in a rice paddy? It's in a rice yeah. paddy. Why? Like, I mean, it doesn't, like, is it underground? Because this makes me think, again, we've talked well, about cicadas like, before or frogs yeah. that hibernate. Like, I don't know how deep general rice paddies are, but it doesn't seem like it would be deep enough. I mean, it could be just lying in the water with like, maybe like its nose out of the water so it can breathe, and then just happen to Why? Like, come Swimming? Out. Having, just being yeah, like, hey. It could be like a pig that you likes to, to wallow. Yeah. Like, Dra dragons like to wallow. Well, elephants <laughs> do. <laughs> Who's to say? Yeah. Me. <laughs> well, Chris is dictated. Oh. It was not whatever it was Why doing. It, it was not wallowing. I better not hear any goddamn military talk from either of you. Oh God! Right. You Yo, God are, forbid! You guys are on You guys are both on military. It could probation. be a military grade dragon. <laughs> you don't know. You don't, it I know. It's a, I volunteered it. All right. All right. So it's so whatever it was, it, it was apparently rice, came out of this patty. puddle, and it's just fucking. It's not right. necessarily albino. It's pale. Right. It's serpentine. It's got the wings. It's got all but the classic. It did, it, did bear, it did bear its teeth, which is pretty interesting. So it well, actually, maybe it was just opening its mouth to breathe. It, I mean, if well, it's got big teeth, I mean, whenever a fucking tiger yawns, it looks terrifying, right. even if it's not really yeah, trying I'm to just be kidding, intimidating. I'm, th I'm thinking that it's actually it's acknowledging the dude. Obviously, it, well, it looked at him. Yeah. So it. Well, that doesn't it mean contact. What. I, <laughs> Not contact, but it, it was like, hey, so I, many see, <laughs> I see you, you see me. I don't there know if things think what, that way. You think I want to think it did. a pleasant like, interaction? No, not at all. Oh, so you I thought it was intimidating. Probably. 
It's a dragon. Isn't that what they do? Isn't that what we've been taught from day one? But haven't we been taught some things about marginalized characters that aren't actually true? Exactly. For the record, Felcor is not a fucking dragon. Wow. Yeah, I agree. I'm he's, saying he's, it. he's a fucking, he's a strange version what? of a flying he's dog. A goddamn he's dog. actually called the dragon in the movie. Yeah, but he's but, not a dragon. I mean, maybe You can't is, see that. But he is much nah. more of a puppy. I got to give Mark something on this. He, I think he's cool. Yeah, but you, oh, he's adorable. You yeah, can't argue pup. from the people who made it. <laughs> it's like that it's not a dragon. All right, well, in my world, it's fair. he's just an adorable puppy that flies. He is the Chinese dragon with a dog face, yes. True. But still, you can call anything flying with a, that's serpentine. Could be a dragon. With a face, you can call a dragon. Hmm. I mean, I can just make something up right now. That's, we'll, we'll come back to this later. I could literally defend both of your positions. Falcor right with a giraffe you know face is a dragon. <laughs> right? <laughs> like any, any, Yeah. True. If it was crocodilian or something more traditionally okay. reptilian, yeah. we would have no doubt that it was. You a have no problem doing it, yeah. right? But just because it's like it doesn't have the face of a falcon <laughs> <laughs> or some elite bird of prey, it's right. not. It's a non-dragon. We're this and we'll come back to it. Wow, Chris is on fire tonight. What's Absolutely. Going on? <laughs> we'll see. All right. <laughs> so, so what we're dealing uh, with is obviously not a falcor. Okay. Snake-like head. Shark-like eyes, yeah. bat-like wings, cat-like legs. Cool. Torso of, I assume, a standard dragon. I hope. Yeah. Or Falcor. Yeah, I don't know what that 100 means. feet in the air, one scared English teacher. Totally understandable. Needless to say, David had no intention of waiting for the thing to swing back, plunge down, and turn him into a midnight snack. Throwing caution to the wind, he cycled back to his apartment at breakneck pace and presumably dove into the shelter of his building like a man being chased by the devil himself. Throughout the remainder of the night, the perplexed educator could not help but stare into the sky above his third-story flat. In a development that would have astounded anyone who studies what are the often all-too-brief and isolated encounters folks have with the fantastic, the unknown animal once again reared its pale head as it soared above David's building and his disbelieving eyes. Oh, it came back. Fucking saw it again. Weird. Okay. That almost never happens. No, not really. No. Well, occasionally in ufology. Right. David went through the building questioning his neighbors as to whether or not they too had seen the dragon, but the closest he got to a corroborating witness were the handful of people who had claimed that they had heard strange cries emanating from the rice fields over the last few nights. Hmm. Soon after the sightings, David's co-worker, Kato Sensai, christened the anomalous animal as the Neko Hebi Tori, which translates to cat snake bird. Oh God! Ooh, Which is fair boy. on the nose, yeah. but it's got you know. Once you say it in Japanese, cat, it sounds cat, awesome. Cat, bird. Yeah. Okay. Neko Hebitori. Yeah. Own it. All right. Live it. Love it. Okay. While Asian cultures in general and the Japanese in particular have an affectionate view of these legendary animals and giant monsters overall, I mean, we oh, know that. Yeah. David was convinced that whatever the thing might may have been, it was not a harbinger of luck, but clearly a dangerous predator, and that he was lucky to have escaped with his life. And fair. I think that's, okay. that's pretty fair. fair yeah. So he well, saw it, it. It looked at him. It's got scary shark eyes and big teeth, but maybe it's not necessarily. I mean, who knows? It might have been eating rice. Maybe yeah, there's that's no literally what it indication was it did anything aggressive. No, but I guess when you have teeth like that, but from a biological you're perspective, you're not a vegetarian. Yeah, you're a carnivore. Yeah. Uh, hard to eat flowers. It's, well, with, with fangs, it is. You don't know what's under a rice patty. It's true, you don't. Diamonds. Hard <laughs> <laughs> to eat sounds, diamonds. Sounds like a sweet new uh, Minecraft mod. There you go. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Let us move on to our second post millennial sighting. Okay. 
At about 6 p.m. on August 6th, 2005, two students, a couple actually, Lee and his girlfriend, Zhao Bin, were exiting the library at Jilin University in Jilin Province, China, when the woman glanced up and got the shock of her young life, exclaiming, Look! A flying dragon appears in the sky. <laughs> okay. I'm just quoting. <laughs> All right. I know it sounds like a speed racer outtake. It really yeah, does. No, yeah. that is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, the language translates as something more matter of fact. Okay. Cool. Her boyfriend, Lee, liberated his cell phone and captured an image of the beast. In his own words, when I was walking out of the library, I saw a bright animal-shaped object flying in the sky, heading southeast. It was incredibly dazzling, just like a gigantic dragon. I immediately took a picture of the unusual event on my cell phone. Good to um, do. The photo, which I was not able to turn up, and that kind of surprises me. You in this think? day and age. I know. But I wasn't. Get so it, get to it together, our listeners, Lee. if you can find it, uh, the photo apparently showed a dragon-shaped object complete with four limbs and a tail. Lee estimated the radiant creature to have been over 10 meters long. It flew at an altitude of an airplane, but appeared to be much more immense and flying very fast. Now, again, I'm quoting, but I mean, it depends on your airplane. The, alt- the altitude of an There's, airplane? Yeah, I, I, again. Could I'm, it have been a hot airplane? Wait it's, a minute. It's funny, like, I'm cutting and pasting and I'm reading, but now that I'm thinking, like, all right, well, a lot of airplanes are over 30 feet long, and yep. what is the altitude? What is I don't understand. The same size as it, the same height as an airplane would be flying. Now, if you say it's like bigger than a Cessna, right? And well, flying but you at know the what level though? of if a... you see the wings actually moving and flapping, that's clearly not going to be a plane. Well, yeah, unless it's in some really shitty turbulence. Yeah, but like I. Okay. Well, let's let's just see what else. All right, so we're just going. You know what? Let's just, let's just take it as, as what it is. Okay, they they said altitude of a plane. They said more massive than a plane, but. They also say well, it's no, ten meters long. That's thirty, thirty feet ish, roughly. Yeah, 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 roughly, roughly, depending on the size. L- of the a plane. little longer, but yeah, that's longer than a plane. Oh, maybe a little larger. Actually, I don't know. Or a little larger than a plane. No, if it's like a seven. No, no, if, if no. It's not like if it's a seven forty-seven yeah, or a, a, a jumbo jet. Or one of those like one of like, sweet super eights that just got grounded right. the world over. Whatever yeah. the fuck it's called, mm-hmm. Mecca eight twelve. All right. Mm. Yeah, I feel like no. I feel like I'm consternated by that too. Yeah. Now, Chris. I well, you understand. know what? Let's just continue on. We'll see what we can come up right. with. So let's Canada just say dad. thirty feet ish. Wow. Judge me. It turns out. <laughs> it turns out that Lee and Zhao Bin were not the only students to have seen the iridescent entity. Law students Li Bing and Zhao also saw it, according to Li Bing. When I was leaving the library, I heard a girl yelling, "Look!" A dragon flying in the clouds, which, by the way, is a lot more natural sounding. Then look, a dragon has appeared. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. The dragon of fictional myth has appeared on this guy. <laughs> <laughs> look, there's a Gundam to battle a dragon. Oh, that oh, would be cool. Oh, you just sweeten the deal. Yeah, the Gundam God shows up. It's, there in it's in Japan. Yeah. So Li Bing looked up China, actually. No, Li the Bing, Gundam's in Japan. Oh, yeah. Well, that's well. <laughs> the, you need the Gundams from Japan to fight the Chinese monster dragons. Yes, that, that, that's how the That's how the shit goes down. So Li Bing looked up, and this is what he said. I saw a red dragon-shaped object. That's an interesting way of saying it. Okay. Not a red dragon. Just he's being, oh, you know oh, what? He's being... Yeah, but before they said, the guys before said, I saw an animal-shaped like they, so I'm like, are what they, is, like, what is that are they implying mean? that perhaps I would, 
that this thing might have been a vehicle disguised as a dragon? I don't. I mean, that's a stretch. That might just, that might just be a translation. That could be a stretch too. Yeah, that's just a yeah. weird. Like, like he, he said when he when he said animal shaped. I, I'm like, what? What do you mean? Yeah, it's not like the Oscar <laughs> Mayer truck of dragons. <laughs> like, it's, it's not yeah, like, doing. right. It's yeah. like a wiener. <laughs> yeah. Is that a wiener dog? Yeah. No, or is that a wiener animal shaped or is I, a dragon? I assume means a body and four appendages in some wings. In some well, there sort was of there was maybe? the sweet ass like Doctor No tank in you know the first Bond film that was a fire breathing. That, monstrosity uh, that was like designed to scare local natives and right. and yet really was a piece of technology okay. so we you know let's not take off techno dragon okay let's keep fine. it on the techno table oh, the oh techno dupe yeah. dragon yeah i mean yeah. it's not as firmly entrenched on the table as the devil it's more toward the edge they but would, it's still there that would put it Clan, in the category clandestine dragon dupe yeah <laughs> military maneuver Fair enough. Oh, Fair no, enough. no, we're not going there anymore uh, you guys he saw a red dragon shaped object flying southeast after just a minute, it flew away. The sky was completely illuminated at that moment. And that sums up the Jilin encounter. Okay. So, again, even though we were, it's kind of befuddling and, and maybe it's a UFO or something, it's still right. another ostensible okay. dragon sighting. The next one we have uh, comes to us again from, from Mr. Freeman. In his soon-to-be-published Adventures in Cryptozoology, Richard Freeman quotes from author and cryptozoological researcher Linda S. Godfrey's book, American Monsters, citing a series of interviews she conducted with a young man onto whom she bestowed the pseudonym Jim. Sweet. We're talking about Jim. That, right. <laughs> pseudonym okay. Jim. Jim, his mother, and his sister claim to have been part of a group dragon sighting that took place in the skies above Wisconsin back in 2007. We got some Wisconsin dragons? Oh, yeah. Oh, jeez. Cheese and dragons? We got some people that we know in Wisconsin. Absolutely. Right. There you go. Jim described the extraordinary events that transpired that night in his own words. And so the next series of things I'm going to be reading are literally from the horse's mouth or Jim's mouth. Okay. On October 7th, 2007, in... Oconto Falls, Wisconsin, some of my friends and I were at a now-closed-down arcade. It was the same as always. A few of the best local bands, me and some of my friends joining them on stage and hanging out afterwards, which does not sound like okay. the arcades I grew up with, but yeah, I think no, it's no. awesome. No, so it's, it's, it's old, where you fucking old rock, down. Yeah, punk rock, play arcade, some Pac-Man, an old-school punk rock. I yeah. guess so. But as much as that sounds so natural and sounds That's like a place not, we yeah, would all love... No. That, that wasn't a thing that I not, know. Not that we called an arcade. No, because we had the Polish home on State Street and we had the 4-H. There was no arcade. Oh, wait, wasn't there, wasn't there well, an Well, there were video machine? games in the foyer. Okay, good. Then Either way, I'm, I'm super envious of this hangout spot. I want to go there. Anywhere you can totally, fucking yeah. rock and jam out on games. Or maybe yeah. it's a different use of the word arcade and I'm not familiar Th with that's it. That's what I'm saying. I think it's just a... Yeah. It's, it's a place of rock. <laughs> sure. Let's, let's just establish Game, okay. Games and rock. Games and rock. While we were outside on the cold, partly cloudy night, one of the guys that was from that was there from Green Bay said that he thought he saw something in the sky. Most people were skeptical, but we just decided to lay down on the grass and on top of the vans and trucks and maybe we could see what it was. After about 15 minutes of talking and laughter, those emotions changed to surprise and astonishment as we watched a massive white and tan dragon fly over the clouds. We knew it had to be a dragon because how else could you describe something flying over that was almost silent, larger than a plane, had a tail, bat-like wings, long neck, and a narrow pointed head and scales. Fair enough. That's a dragon, yeah. You know what it sounds like to me? Zock from the Herculoids. 
Yeah, he does. Well, even oh, though he yeah. was like a pale green, but you yeah, know, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I can't help it. But I love the fucking oh, Herculoids. Yeah. That's what pops in my head. <clears throat> I remember noticing the scales because they dimly reflected the streetlights below. We thought we were all seeing things, but five minutes later, it flew over again, this time in the opposite direction. The eight people from Green Bay wanted to stay, but they had to leave. They hoped they would see the thing back home. At this point, Jim and his companion, known only as Kay, decided that a change of venue was in order, and they called his mother, Jim's mother that is, for a ride. Jim's mother, whom Godfrey dubbed Janet, picked the boys up and was quickly regaled with tales of flying four-legged monsters. Janet was understandably skeptical, but her interest became piqued by the sight of a huge shadow slipping across the arcade's parking lot. Looking skyward, she did not see a beige dragon, but a blue fireball surrounded by an orange halo coursing from east to west across the night sky. Well, what the fuck is that? that just that's a, a whole okay, that's a comet. <laughs> yeah. Janet's comet. But All what's right, the well, big giant shadow? I mean, you're right. It might be a comet. It might be an unrelated... Astronomical phenomenon. Could I'll it have totally been granted. a comet-shaped dragon or a dragon-shaped comet? Unrelated plane and comet sighting. Could be. Sure, but it would be a low-flying plane because unless you're right next to an airport, I have never just been driving around and seen a shadow of a plane. Like never. that thing has to be coming down for a landing low, or yeah. rising up, yeah. you know, to take off. How terrifying would that be? Every time there's a plane in the sky, there's a big giant shadow. Like, oh my God. Oh, it's soft. Just coming over you? I... <laughs> terrifying although janet remained doubtful that the flaming orb had emanated from a dragon jim insisted that he and his friends had seen the exact same thing before the dragon had arrived earlier so he's saying now uh and um, you know it's a problem i usually i would mention this earlier but apparently right. they saw fireballs before they saw the dragon yeah earlier. if fire appears hence the dragon yeah Janet drove the boys home and, despite her incredulity, decided to join them in the backyard. Jim picked up the story once again. Me and my friend Kay decided to go to my house and lay in the backyard and watch. My mom joined us, not really believing any of it, until, as soon as she was about to go back in, another big one flew over the house. Hmm. If I remember right, her words were, I'm tired and I'm going to bed. I doubt that it even, holy beep, and that's how it was written, beep. Okay. Okay. The ex- the uh, expletive was not officially recorded. Yeah. Okay. At some point, Kay went home and Jim convinced his sister Jill to stay up with him and continue his dragon vigil. The pair lay on a trampoline in their backyard staring upward when they spied a fireball shooting from east to west, followed by another one moving from west to east. They were then both startled by an ear-splitting screech that ripped through the night air, causing all of the local dogs to erupt in a frenzy of barking. The duo then saw the incredible apparition directly above their backyard, according to Jill. Then, as we were watching the sky, coming from the west, from the river to over our yard, we saw what appeared to be, and this is the only thing we could think of to describe it as, a dragon. It was making gliding movements up and down, never flapping its wings, kind of like how a mermaid is. It never flapped its wings at all. That's kind of weird. There's a little though. bit okay. to unpack there. A little bit. Um, first off, I'm not going to be a dick and say mermaids don't have wings because we fucking know it. Okay. But I have never seen uh, it suggested that mermaids don't move their tails to propel themselves through the water or that dragons don't move their wings to propel themselves right. in the sky. I've just never, I've never heard of this. 
Yeah. It's an odd comparison, and it's odd that. All right, so so maybe this thing is gliding when she happens yeah, to see it. Yeah, that's yeah. totally fair. Well, I, I guess I, I guess in 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 air perspective, in water you wouldn't you you just see that undul that. Yeah. So I right. just assume they be, mean that in the sky. down right. undulation in the yeah. sky. Right. I'm just yeah. assuming that's what they're talking about. Maybe that's what she's saying. All right, so the I just found it. They're not seeing wings odd. move. They just it looks like that. No, without wings right. moving, it could, it could be just like uh, that's just what I'm assuming. Shifting the weight, uh, you know, and and, mm-hmm. and, and whatever. It's, if it's pointing down, yeah. pointing up, and, and cruising on the air. At this point, the phantasmal flyer made a sharp descent until it was gliding just 20 feet above their two-story home. That is fucking That's low. pretty close. Offering Jim and Jill an unprecedented look at the thing, Jill went on to paint an even more vivid picture of this once legendary beast. It looked almost cream. We were looking at the underside. Its stomach reminded me of the underside of a cow, barrel-chested. And from where we were, it looked as large as a cow. So that's interesting. I would, Wait, first I would of all, it's a, it was, a plane? Yeah. Now it's cow? Now it's cow size. <laughs> but remember, it's the difference between what Jim's describing and what Jill's describing. Right. And now the wings... Uh, let, now, if we think about it this way, in terms of like what we know of traditional Terran gravity, if you want to fucking make something cow size take flight, those wings have got to be fucking huge. Yeah, yeah. So maybe the wings were plane-sized... While the body, well, I mean, it depends on its bones. Sure, if it was light and airy like a bird, yeah. I I mean, we don't know. I'm just trying to find a way to rationalize these two disparate descriptions. Yeah. Jill continued. I remember the moon was very bright and full that night. It had a snake-shaped head and a long pointed tail. I could see it had pearly, pale scales, and a fireball came from its mouth. Oh, we got, so now we yeah, have okay, a you know, official fireball from the mouth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Chris, Chris is getting broken by the moment. <laughs> yep, yep. It was at this point that the pair saw something that increased their excitement exponentially. Not only did another massive creature nearly identical to the first come into their line of sight, but a group of smaller dragons that seemed to be playing, flying in circles and cavorting with the larger ones, also showed up. We got baby dragons? It's, it's, it's we got mom time, and dad apparently. dragons? We got baby dragons? We got, a, we got a mini fleet of dragons. All right. The siblings took these to be the bigger ones' pups. That's a reasonable assumption. Jill continued. They were beautiful and flew gracefully. I could see they had four legs too, referring to the pups. They were tucked up underneath them like when a bird flies. That's an interesting, very spot-on description. Like if people were just flat out lying, and and I don't think they were, because I mean you got a pile of people from Green Bay, you got right. folks from <clears throat> Antonko or whatever, I'm probably saying the city wrong. Mm-hmm. You've got the mom seeing something, yeah. you've got the sister and the brother seeing something. And the fact that they mentioned, like, oh, the legs got tucked up, that's a little unnecessary detail that if you're just... I'm not... Listen, of course this but, could be a raft of shit. We all know yeah, that. Right, right. But if it's not, that's a kind of little interesting detail that yeah, I find really compelling. It is. I mean, you know, we'll see what happens. Jim corroborated his sister's statement, claiming, we saw a few smaller ones after that, but I haven't seen them since that night. Although it would be equally astonishing if they had seen a supposedly extinct sky predator rather than a dragon, Jill insisted that after being shown depictions of pterosaurs, that the wing structure of those prehistoric animals had been very different from the creatures her family saw, stating, I don't care what the scientists say, it was not a pterodactyl. 
Again, well, okay. try not pack that. Man, I don't know what I scientists really, were trying to say. Clearly, you didn't see a Wisconsin you saw dragon. A pterodactyl. You saw a Wisconsin I, yeah, pterodactyl. I don't trying to say anything. Yeah, I, I just I find it like you don't. What scientist are you dealing with? Yeah, Jill? Well, yeah. What does that even mean? And who? Did, were, who? Which? Which one of them were trying to convince you? It, it it's clearly an extinct yeah. flying reptile. Yep. Yeah, I'm sure that's what dragon. I'm sure that's what a scientist would tell you. Oh, you saw a pterodactyl, unless she was meaning different cryptozoologists. That that were coming there saying, oh, maybe it's a thunderbird, maybe it's a relic, yeah. you know, flying, you know, pterodon or pterodactyl, and then she's like, no, it's a fucking dragon, suck my balls, which is a fair. She thing probably for Jill said, to say. suck my balls. Yeah. After she came down from that, but Jill high. can't say that now. We're too good to have Jill say <laughs> that. After she sobered up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the fucking meth wore off. She's all right. Oh yeah. my god. The four seagulls and shot through. She was under attack. <laughs> You guys got lances? We need lances. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Jim then concluded his story, stating his belief that he was watching not a random dragon family frolicking in the skies above Wisconsin, but an actual mass migration of monstrous proportions. And this is what he said. I believe that they were migrating during that month. Hopefully, I will see them again next October. When talking about the incident at school, one of the girls around us claimed to have seen the same thing with her cousin two years earlier. So I guess it's a pattern in Wisconsin. Okay, Wisconsin dragons, they're migrating. I mean, yeah, no shit. While it is difficult to imagine that in the 21st century, random groups of Wisconsinites are seeing the migratory patterns of colossal creatures that, according to all known fossil records, simply should not exist, it's equally tough to dismiss this many corroborating eyewitness reports. And I got to say, it is it is a push and pull. I mean, it's absurd on its face. Totally. No one else is seeing ma- the, the, the mad flight of like the Canadian dragons going right, you know, to South right. America to winter. No, I, yeah, the, the data is pretty, very specific. Yes. Like, it's, I mean, it's, like, have, it's, it's a narrow yeah. band. I, yeah. yeah. But that, of course, and, and you know, I know we always get to this at the end, but that opens up the possibility is, are they able to see something? Is there something in the membrane and fabric of reality in this one geographic point that just happens to be in Wisconsin that is allowing them to see something that the rest of us just aren't privy to because clearly yeah. they're not showing up on fucking radar and planes aren't having no. to like nosedive to avoid dragon collisions. No, they're not. I'm a Doppler in the weather channel. But on the other no. hand, it or doesn't mean they don't they? in some fashion exist. Okay. Well, we'll table that. All right. That is the end of the Wisconsin report. The okay. end. Absolutely. So, Wisconsin migrating dragons. Okay. I like it. I I don't know. You know, it's... uh, Well, it's a lot to unpack. (laughs) uh, Because it it starts off with like, okay, this could be some sort of flying cryptid thing. Right. But then literally when someone comes out and says it's... Breathing fire. You saw fireballs coming out of its fucking mouth or whatever. It's like... uh, You know, listen... The skeptic in me, the true skeptic, not the debunking douche, hates that. But right. then on the other hand, you know, you have to take eyewitness reports of what they are. Right. Doesn't mean you have to believe them, but you just have to yeah. be like, I, I can't dismiss this part just because I don't like it. And and to me, that's, I mean, it's I feel like I'm I mean, gonna, though. There's that one fucking... <laughs> yeah, I know, right, yeah. fair enough. I feel like I'm gonna, though. Uh, I mean, just biologically speaking, things just don't fucking do that. Well, there's that one. I, I will never remember <laughs> it. I don't know why. There's this one effing beetle or whatever it is Oy. that 
can like spit acid mixed with something else or shit fire. Yeah, I don't no, even there's, remember there's what the it is. fucking lizards that like blood eye. Yeah. yeah. There, are, the there are lizards, things, but yeah. you're right. There fire. is nothing in the fauna of Earth that suggests combustible material will shoot out of the orifice, the, the mouth yeah, of a creature. I don't think it's physically possible. I, no, I'm guessing. Anything's physically possible know, man, if it is evolved teeth. in such a way. You burn your tongue. Burn your Fire teeth. You burn your balls. teeth. I just, just, I'm burn not your sure tongue. about that one. And there it cheeks. is. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to burn a <laughs> burn lot. a lot yeah. of shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, there is also the Gamera principle, if we want to go Daikaiju, oh. where the two combustible elements are in two separate sacks on either side of its esophagus, okay. and they don't actually mix until they're out of the mouth. Okay, possibly, maybe. A flamethrower for Gamera protocols. Okay, the Gamera yeah, protocol. Yeah, I just don't think evolution, what's the... I think we know about <laughs> yeah, that. I don't know what the, the point of that one is. That's, but. again, why I'm saying maybe there is something going on. Maybe it is a peek into an alternate evolution. I mean, I like that idea. I'm all about it. Just like... A, uh, yeah, just, well, the, limit, the limited geographical evidence. It's not like it's not like there's corroborating reports from Montana and Idaho no, and it's New here. Mexico. It's, one, yeah. it's here. It's, it's this, one this place. And it's just one girl that might have been wanting to be like, I saw him too with my cousin, just wanting to be right. involved with the story. Yeah. Or maybe they She's really jumped are on the something. bandwagon. She wants a little bit of fame. Or it could be a little it? a little wrinkle in time, a little rift from oh. which we can see into a world uh, that is not our own. A peer back into the past and or the future of not Earth. Fair yeah, enough. Yeah. And maybe Alternate Earth too. Herculoids Village. There you go. All or right. it could be. Okay. So we got two more uh accounts and then we're gonna wrap it up and we're gonna break this shit down. Alright, let's do it. Let's go to Iceland. All right. The eruption of the unfucking pronounceable Icelandic volcano Aisha Fjall Jokul in 2010 not only spewed colossal clouds of toxic ash into the atmosphere, but also, according to one local man who requested anonymity, a real live dragon. The eyewitness first believed that due to the truly immense proportions of the object, he must have been watching a plane fly around the billowing peak. But then it suddenly performed a bizarre maneuver never seen in a man-made aircraft. It began flapping its gargantuan wings. Okay. Now it did. That's how you know. Possible dragon maneuver. Well, it's Classic like, it's like dragon when you, maneuver. What you said earlier. I mean, it's when the flapping starts yeah. that the plane goes out the window. There are no more planes. In an email to the Danish biologist and cryptozoologist Lars Thomas, the man matter-of-factly claimed, As I see it, there are two possible explanations. Either I was imagining the whole thing, or what I saw was in fact a dragon. I find it very hard to believe, but then again, I don't think I could imagine something like that. Just stating the facts as he knows. I mean, it's a dragon. It's not like world peace. Yeah, you know it or you You're don't. Saying, yeah. Whoa, wait, whoa. <laughs> that was deep. It's not like <laughs> I a mean, world that peace. was unfathomably deep. Sometimes I I like to get to my, my, my personal emotional bounds. It just blew my mind yeah, a little. Yeah, but I feel All like right. they're both, you have to imagine those. Because do. we don't have either. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> a creature similar to the ones reported the world over were recounted in the book Monstrous Creatures by Steph Young. At about 11.45 p.m. on the night of March 18, 2012, an unnamed man was walking his dog in a rural region of the southern part of Fayette County, Pennsylvania, which has got some really Ooh. famous UFO encounters. He was walking across his front yard, far from any artificial illumination, when he was suddenly startled by a loud whooshing sound coming from overhead. His gaze shot skyward, and the man was almost certainly astonished to see a flying creature that looked like a dragon, quote-unquote. Soaring above him at a distance of about 55 feet, 
oddly specific. That's a 55. I would, yeah. You know, it's funny. If he had said <clears throat> 60, 60 yeah. or 50, 50 I'd yeah, be like, yeah. fine. Yeah. But 70. Say, but then again, he might be really good at distances. Who knows? 53 yeah. feet above me. You know what it could be? He might have a tree that was previously measured in his yard at 45 feet. And it's like, oh, it seems to be about 10 feet above it. I can't, so let's not poo-poo it too I quickly. can't even tell you how, how tall my house is. Oh, no. I have no idea. I ha- Half the time, I think outer space is literally... 17 feet above us. We talked about this. Remember, fly, Chris said fly a kite in space. <coughs> yeah, there you let's go. do it. There it is. Oh, my God. All right, 55 feet. He estimated that the animal's body was about 22 feet in length with a wingspan of approximately 18 feet. Very specific, this, but again, this, who knows? This guy's okay, a well, geometric by fucking... Yeah, maybe he's, G- Johnny maybe, Geometry. Yeah. maybe he's an engineer. He could be. <clears throat> the eyewitness further noted that the dragon's dark auburn-brown epidermis appeared to have a shiny, almost reflective sheen, and that the tip of its wings sported three or four talon-like fingers. That's some smog up in that piece. Yeah. The arms of the wing structure were muscular, and the membranes between the limbs seemed to be much thicker than bat-like skin. So instead of that like thin membranous shit that you usually see in like right. dragon movies and whatever, sure. it, it's hardy and thick and I guess able to support something massive. Okay. As the thing continued to dance in the skies above his home, the man spied what appeared to be a pair of extended rear legs and twin rear fins on both sides of the body. Hmm. I'm quoting directly. I don't understand what that means. Twin rear fins. I assume like, imagine like, like a dorsal fin, but I imagine there's two, like two and it's yeah. just on, e- on either <clears throat> side of his, his end. Okay. I like that. I'm a, let's do that. Fine. It One, works, two, three, go. It works for aerodynamics. <laughs> there, you go. there you go. The cavorting creature had a tail designed like an arrowhead and a peculiar conical shape around its head that stopped flat on the base of its neck. Again, I understand every word involved. Wait a minute. That one I, I can't quite. Okay, I'll do um, this one more time. <laughs> conical shape? With a, okay. a peculiar conical shape around its head. Okay. So head with a cone that stopped flat at the base of its neck. I, I can't help but think of like one of those fucking dog things so they can't like sort of, yeah. bite their legs yeah. or I'll whatever. Reverse. I was thinking the, the other way. But No, I think it's reverse. Yep. But I'm just saying when I think right. of a conical thing that, you know. That makes more sense. But but I don't think that's it. I think, I think what, Chris, you're imagining is right, where it starts narrow at the head and gets wider. So maybe it's not a typical long neck. Maybe it's one of those things where the head just tapers broadly into the right. shoulders. The necklace dragon. Oh, it's, it's a gauss. Yeah, totally. <laughs> as weird as this leviathan of the skies seemed to be overall, what would strike the eyewitness as being the thing's strangest aspect were that its mouth and eyes were illuminated with what he described as a very ominous orange glow. Hmm. Okay. Maybe building up to spit some fire. Who knows? Maybe. Boy. Spit fire as the monster made its way over a tree at the bottom of his yard and soared off into the distance, the undoubtedly perplexed spectator claimed to have heard a deep throaty sound similar to the foghorn on a boat. Although the entire ordeal lasted no more than 20 seconds, it is likely 20 seconds that he would never forget. And this is just a handful. I mean, I literally came across, I don't know how many 
modern dragon sightings. Yeah. I mean, we've got the case that you and I investigated a little bit, Mark, the Northport Devils. Oh, yeah, that's which right. Which dealt with that, yeah. aliens, dragons, and TVs, all sorts yeah, of stuff. Yeah, it was cool. Um, it was, it was yeah, pretty no, dope. it's definitely interesting. Yeah. We might go there someday, but uh, but there's lots of, um, a lot more than I thought. It's one of those yeah. things that I just, if, if someone had said, there's minotaurs in the sewers below London, I'd be like, cool fucking phenomenal (laughs) i love the idea but i can't do anything with it and that would have been my thought too but i can't help but think all right let's let's just break this down on its face it Mm -hmm. is fucking absurd it is absolutely unconscionable because these things are big radars would find them yeah Um, i mean yeah no world world air forces would loathe their existence nato would have a huge issue with these huge issue i would think so yeah but on the other hand, I am not going to dismiss these eyewitness accounts. But I can't no. help but think, are these like, like I, I, who knows, like many other encounters with unknown entities, um, an example of people getting a glimpse into another realm, like be it a, I'm not even talking another dimension, though possibly that's an, uh, an option, right. but like maybe even a parallel world. Yeah. Something that's just where evolution was divergent and just, things just a little bit were still yeah. carbon-based and doing its fucking shit, but... <clears throat> But they just went in that direction, and every now and again, for some reason that you know physics has yet to totally catalog, we can catch a glimpse into it. I can't quite wrap my head around the idea that that they are corporeal, bona fide components in the biology of Earth as we know it. I'm trying to figure out where they would live and hide. Yeah, well, it depends. They're so big. I mean, they're calling them dragons, but it's all these are all night. Right. And, Most of them, yeah, true. And it just, I mean, and there's there's conflicting reports of size. Right. Well, if, that I don't. I I, I agree with Chris Vance all night. I but all of these accounts aren't necessarily saying this is the exact same species of dragon. There are no, you right some conflicting right, reports right. within say, single sightings too. Mm-hmm. Like like yeah. like Jill saying it's the right. size of a cow. When her brother was saying it's the size of a plane, though I do think, and I know maybe I'm working overtime to protect them, to cover their butts, but I do think if the brother is looking at the size of the wings and she's only looking at the size of the body, mm-hmm. they might both be accurate. But but I don't think we need any real consistency, or I don't think they're even trying to be any real consistency in the physiology of these things between different reports. No, but but, but it matters if you're if you're talking a point of where planes would 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 they'd be picked up on radar because if they're not that big, then yeah. they, of course they would not be. If they are biggest planes, yes, they would be. But if they're not, then they would not be. So, so it, ma- it makes a difference how big they really are. Oh, absolutely. Right. So, yeah. and there's and there's con- there's conflict there. Mm-hmm. But yeah. the, the really, I mean, the only issue I have with any of this is is people that with the fireball. <laughs> I really have an issue with that. Yeah, the fire kind then, of because that goes against what we that, assume is possible right. biologically. biologically yeah. Yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah. Like there, I mean, there were pterodactyls. They were flying. Right. Fucking dinosaurs, yeah. right? So basically, yeah. But no dinosaur was a fire. I, I understand ever. there's not some evidence, but it doesn't that mean we that know of. We we uh, sorry, there couldn't be because we know there there was. So it's right. not out of the realm to think that's maybe something mm-hmm. did. But as soon as you start going, well, when you start saying stuff like that, it's like fuck. What do I do with that? Hey, right, well, what, do you, what, do you, what do you do with that? You know, I, I agree. It I tosses agree. a little. Yeah, but before we get to. Uh, uh, quick to be like it's absolutely absurd and I agree on its face it seems well, that no, way well no it's not that's what I'm saying I guess that's what I meant to say it's not absurd it's absurd I, I just when when you start throwing like things that feel like they're from movies in there right oh sure yeah 
Well, yeah, like, I, I know like, some right. things are too good to not, be true. Like a, a pterodactyl will not evolve to breathe fire. Like it, no. it doesn't fit no. genetically. No, like, right. <laughs> like but but, but let's on? let's ask a different well, also question. Also, too, when, when it's established mythology, clearly mythology, right? And you're turning it into a real life sighting, and you're bringing all these different mythological elements into it. It makes you go, okay, well, really? All right. <laughs> But but you say yes, it's clearly mythology. But mythology is based on something. Right. Now, not always something completely historically or biologically accurate, but mm -hmm. it's based on something. So when you have these crazy wild men that were alleged to live in the you know mountains of the Congo and and stole virgins from local tribes and did whatever nefarious shit they supposedly did, it's not really what vegetarian mountain gorillas do. Right. But it turns out mountain gorillas are real. Right. So. So the old-timey legends of fire-breathing dragons might be based on something that is biological <coughs> that was misinterpreted or or maybe not um, represented in the most accurate way. Like, say it's, it's puking up some form of bioluminescence. Maybe it's not hot at all. Maybe it's not uh, dangerous or an offensive or even defensive weapon. It is just this thing that it regurgitates. I mean, the rope in, in, in Papua New Guinea... Um, is supposed to be bioluminescent, these mm -hmm. flying pterodactyl type things. So right. maybe this is a weird thing. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm again. I know I'm pissing in the wind, but who's to say that what the our ancestors saw and just assumed was fire because that's the only glowing thing they knew of in those days before electricity and a deeper understanding of the biology of the fauna of Earth that they just called fire. And and maybe these things are representative of real creatures that really could exist in some context, but just aren't doing what our ancestors gave them credit for and what our new 21st century eyewitnesses mm -hmm. are assuming that they're it's, seeing. Is fire. Okay. All right. Well, possibly. Maybe. Yeah, possibly. I mean, I, myths can be based on real things. They can yeah, be. They can be. But they also cannot be, and they could be attributed. That's true. I mean, I mean we, we all know elements all were attributed to spirit gods. That's the deal. Right. Right. So if you're seeing something in the sky, you don't know what it is, and you see something like fire or water and wind, mm -hmm. you just kind of, these things develop over time into these mythic gods, creatures. Right. It's true. So, no, so then these become. Right. They try to deify natural Yeah, these become things. legends. Right. I completely would under, believe in a flying thing because mm -hmm. that that has been proven to exist it's right. just some of the other elements of it so because because uh, there's all kinds of dragons that breathe all kinds of stuff just like there's giants that live in mountains and giants that live in the clouds and giants that do this and the right. ones in the clouds throw the lightning because sure. that's where lightning comes yeah, from right. Right? No, you assume it's a giant that's behind any sort of natural phenomenon yeah and it's yeah. just Be it an I earthquake mean, right. an avalanche a thunderstorm yes yeah and it's very much where where these things come from where, where the lands are where where these things get those attributes from things that are places in snow have a lot of these white furry mm -hmm. things like places and deserts have these different kind of aspects mm -hmm. i i agree from from myths i no, i agree with what you're saying even though just a tiny bit of umbrage the yeti has always been described as having reddish or brown fur oh sorry that oh, i'm not just saying yeti no, 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 i just meant i just meant that was me uh, that was old, my the fault old, the old european influence of the bumble which by the way i love one of my right. favorite stop motion creatures ever but but none of it's false what, what Chris and little foot don't so, forget little foot well yes of course oh, yeah, medium, foot. medium foot medium foot um <laughs> I, I i think let's 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 narrow it to one specific thing the uh the jilin province encounter that smacks to me of yeah. something um 
manufactured, maybe ufological. It is iridescent. Could it be. Is, that one's definitely bright weird. and shiny. I wish yeah. I wish we had actually had access to the photograph because yeah. that would help us surmise what it is. But but who knows? I mean, there's also reports, and we've dealt with them in the past, and we'll probably uh, talk about in the future, of aliens that are allegedly flying around and ships that look like parts of dragons. So maybe maybe there are, are people tri- traveling around in a thing that vaguely looks like to what Earth eyes would see as a dragon, <clears throat> but it's really a vehicle, and maybe it's extraterrestrial or interdimensional. That's just that one case. The other things that seem to be clearly biological, um, you have to stop, I think, thinking about... We, we, we talked about the traditional biological aspects. Maybe it is something truly paranormal, something that is yeah. ethereal in the sense that it is not uh, really tangible, but something that for some reason can be seen from time to time. Mm-hmm. Because none of these people are talking about that tree that caught on fire, though I think there's probably some cases of people claiming things like that. But they're not talking about this fireball, you know, it eventually... It, you know, landed in this one place in Wisconsin and there was a forest fire or, or whatever. It's just, I saw them and they seem to be having like sweet Hong Kong movie wizard duels spewing. Yeah, blue, when they're not frolicking with their family, they're not yeah, frolicking totally, with their full yeah. family. So who's to yeah. say that these things are corporeal? Maybe there's something else going on and who, who knows how to interpret what would you, what would you say? Like just based on what you've heard, Chris, I'll start with you. What do you think uh, say the family in Wisconsin and the friends and the folks from Green Bay oh, were seeing. I don't. I don't even know. I mean, I, mean, I mean, just a speculation. Obviously, anything that looks like it's flying, you'd think it would be some sort of misidentified bird. I mean, that would be your my first thing. I I guess I don't, I don't know if there's any weird natural uh, bird from there. Like we, right. we 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 have heron here occasionally. And yeah. You see them. Yeah, we have some but big like, birds. I don't know if yeah. Wisconsin has some sort of like, crazy like fucking a, like, condor like a or some shit. Like a, a, a yeah, I have no idea. Well, it could even be or... an alien big bird. It's sure. just like the alien big cat. Yeah, right. Al- alien it's just, big bird. It's not supposed to be there. But in deference to that, they probably aren't going to have scales. Right. They might look. No, no, they might no. look beige, and they might look tan and sure. white. Um, but they probably aren't. They certainly aren't going to be able to spew fireballs from their mouth. Yeah. And the other thing that Jill says that's a bit troubling that that, that you and Chris pointed out earlier is that uh, that she did not notice the wings flapping, which she strangely compared to Mm -hmm. the lack of uh, yeah um, mobility of a mermaid. But whatever, that's neither here nor there. That's interesting. That that tends to make me think of something artificial. Right. Uh, though I don't know. No, these are complex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing is, I, I think, know that's what it's... I think we can all agree that we have a difficult time assuming that there are large flying quasi reptilian creatures that occupy this planet with us that we just never see except in these rare occasions. Yet, from my point of view, even though I think we all agree on that first point, I cannot dismiss these eyewitness accounts. And so something must account for this disparity in logic. Right. I mean, from my sure. point of view, like, skeptically speaking, if I look at this and say, okay, what could these people possibly have misidentified, whether it's a larger bird, uh, maybe something to do with, like, airplanes, drones, um, something obviously... 21st century opens up the world of drones a lot. It does, yeah. So I'm thinking, could this be misidentified? But at the same time, though, the reports that they're giving are... 
kind of detailed in the sense where you're like, well, they're getting the, the color of the skin and the scales and the fire and whatnot. And the so, way they're frolicking and the yeah. way they seem to be, be playful and spinning in circles and things yeah. that aren't really drone-like, to be honest. Right, right. So, so there's that. I mean, again, because we have radar and we have satellites and we have the military and we have the Air Force part of the military clearly well done in case you didn't know (laughs) Um, i think we would know if there was giant if there was dragons i think we would know there'd probably be a special part of the military set just of course deal with that no if if dragons were so a bona fide part of the shit we had to deal with reign of fire would be oh yeah branch of the military as big as they yeah exactly claim then sure you know and you know kind of brings me to your point of maybe people are kind of seeing into something whether it's an alternate like you said parallel world uh different universe uh dimension because i you know me i love interdimensional shit um maybe something like that seems plausible if that's possible more than they actually are sharing this earth with us indulge me on this you guys know i prefer the biological reasoning Cryptozoology is well, shut, well, me my, too. my go-to. Okay, yeah, we're, that's we're all in that the deal. I mean, I, not I, me, I, but okay. I, yeah. I, yeah, no, I know. You want Bigfoot to be spiritual shamans from yeah. Dimension X that are going to give yeah, you yeah, ayahuasca. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. They're, they're high background. priests. Yeah, of, we're going to smoke weed, get gifts, and then Netflix and chill. Yeah, yeah. braid each other's thigh hair. Exactly. Do whatever you do. <laughs> yeah, we're going to our beards. Yeah. And and I don't necessarily prefer that way of looking things. I want I want UFOs to be... Technology piloted by, I don't know what, I'm not necessarily subscribing to the extraterrestrial theory, but from intelligences that uh, are not necessarily indigenous to Earth. Interdimensional okay. wizards. That's you. That's you. Fine. And I'm all okay with it. But I'm going to go to Markland for a minute. Okay. And you know how, say, Ooh. like the magnetic poles shift occasionally? I think it even was identified recently and planets flip sometimes and do crazy stuff. These <laughs> are just... physical. No, it's real physical. Okay, are you no, scaring me, but okay. All right. So they're scaring the kids. What if these legends of say, I, I can't. You know, let's go to Thundar the Barbarian, where okay. oh, where God. a great accident on the moon unleashes <laughs> sorcery, sorcery, uh, some sort, and fucking, uh, and, uh, and, and fucking the Barbarian. Yeah, right, mocks, don't, right, can you guys not mock and, uh, me for one third right, of a second so I can right. spit my I'm shit out? Okay. Not to. What Sorry. if occasionally the paradigms of realities we know them shift, and in the days of yore. There were dragons and ogres and trolls and goblins and fairies, and it was all fucking Tolkien as fuck and Lord of the Rings, and people were sword battling and doing whatever they could to farm during the day and battle a fucking wizard by night, I and then know. that shit changed. I know. Shit went legit. It's all technology <laughs> and concrete and fucking circuits, but maybe the shift is starting to happen again, and we're all going to have to accept the fact that these little dragons that are slipping through the fucking okay. Wisconsin threshold I mean- <laughs> are going to be the fucking deal that we're going to have to deal with in our fucking dotage. I, it's possible. Again, this is a great movie not, that you should write. You only should write well, this. No, I, I, and direct. I, I love that you tell me that every so often. Because you're an excellent director. No, th- this is sort of... Pro- I mean, there's the, the like, Shannara Chronicle, whatever that's on. I mean, and that that is like... Uh, we're, we're, right now would be the past, and the future is like elves and stuff. Yes. Right, there, it's, sort, it's sort of like, like I was a teenage like, caveman with yeah, Robert absolutely. Vaughn, like, which is right? supposed to be a caveman movie, but it's post-apocalyptic. Right. So, there's, so there's the theory, there's the theory where the ancient past is where the magic was, and okay. this is now. And then there's the theory where now is the past, and the elves and stuff and that, comes way later. That shit happens. Oh, the magic like, comes like, later. Like right. 
I, no I, well, I didn't no, see Bernie, it. It's but. that uh, Will Smith film where yeah, the I, think, ogres. No, yeah, I think that's an alternate cool. reality where in Elves contemporary us right. actually are living in a Tolkien-esque okay. fantasy novel. Okay, we're getting off the rails that, here. That's a little different. I, but 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 I think that there's possible. I mean, obviously, we lived with uh, Homo floresiensis and other other variations of humans that right. may well have um, embedded in our mind these ideas of small versions of us that can be dangerous, that can abduct people, that can right. kill, and maybe we made them magical. I mean, the scientific part of my mind is like these things really existed. <laughs> I don't know no, what that no, means. No, no, no. Listen, <laughs> what do you mean? Oh my God. Just let Listen, me finish. I can't. That the, that the legends that sprung up among about these creatures that are no longer with us, or at least aren't with us in any like tangible way, but maybe in like deep hidden pockets of the world, we've made them more ethereal and magical than they actually were. They were simply biological. But yeah, the stories. Ma- exactly the stories. That's what I mean by making them magical. Okay. But maybe there is something to uh, having coexisted with magical things once. Maybe there's, okay. you know, what do they call it? The Akashic Record, where all the knowledge of humanity and beyond is something that we can all touch into and that nobody really has an epiphany that isn't brought to them by this great, uh, you know, revelatory energy or whatever. Psychedelic wizard. Okay, psychedelic oh, wizard. Fine, thank you. You got it. You're welcome. Drug wizard. That's right. <laughs> but maybe there's something to the thought that the reason that we all have this as part of our universal mythology is because there's something fucking to it. Okay, I I, I, I like that idea. I really do. I mean, I, I dig it. it. It tends to go against my grain, but part of me is like, you cannot dismiss that possibility. Right. And 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 while I can totally think to myself, I don't necessarily accept dragons as a biological part of the the. F- fucking fauna that exists on earth as we know it right because all the reasons you guys said from norad being pissed to whatever else uh i i still can't help but think there must be a reason why cultures from across the world Mm -hmm. you know without any every culture on earth has legends of dragons that would not happen spontaneously totally yeah without something to back it up maybe I mean, things do spread i i just think if any of that that actual stuff was real um, like people started being notorious recorders of, of stuff back then. Mm-hmm. And that's how we got religions. That's how, if, if there was anything that could be proven, it would be, it would be noted and you could be able to replicate it and test it. I think now, well, I, I don't know I, about I, that. We still don't know how the pyramids were really built. We still don't know a no, lot of we, things. We basically do. I don't think we do. But, no, no I, listen, I think I, most listen, people do. I don't think it's but. ancient aliens. I just don't happen to think, <laughs> I think that. that. I think they do. I, think, it's I think they do. I, I don't I, think it's I, ancient I, aliens. You know, I would have you cite your work because I don't think we know. I have not dug into it, but if, give me a week and I will give you a bunch. And you know <laughs> what? You, you, will, you, will, you will give me a bunch of theories. And I'm not saying I believe that they were like yeah. cosmic whistles that could fucking move things without gravity yeah. or that it's ancient aliens. I don't know. I don't necessarily think it's uh, paranormal yeah. because I no, do they, believe no, they in don't the have ingenuity a of people. Thing. They definitely don't. But um, but but okay. I'm just saying there's a lot of fundamental questions about things we know. So to me, I don't necessarily think there would be corroborating evidence of every fantastical beast or or legend no, that that's, is out there. That's not, well, that's just not possible. You, it's not because you know we, we can't keep fighting in front of the kids. <laughs> yeah, they I get know. worried about us. You right. can't have corroborating because that was a billion years ago. Do we you think can, that but. dragons are real? Yes or no? Well, you have to define dragon. I mean, you have to define real, <laughs> and you have to define real. Like, what do you mean? Like, I mean, that's not even a cop true. out. You really no, have I to. Know. I know. All right. Well, <laughs> I think I'm going to go with Rob's take on this, where maybe possibly we're we're. I'm, well, I'm actually not even Rob's take. My own psychedelic wizard take here. Where maybe <laughs> we're looking at something interdimensional, 
or something yeah. uh, not of this world, possible parallel dimension or other existence. Ooh. I don't even know Ooh. what that means. You know like you're stringing wow, words. Jesus, you're like a local I, politician like running for assembly. You're Deepak Chopra right now, big time. Yes, I'm going to go with that just strictly because of our uh, good people in the Air Force would definitely know if there's a fucking dragon flying around. So. That's why I'm not going it with the depends. biological angle. Yeah, I'm going. It right. depends if it's as big as you think it is. If I mean, true. if it's the size if of a raven, then yeah, no, they don't care. If they're, if they're the fucking size of your random like rat terrier with like then no one like, gives a like shit. vulture size, rat, but someone, said, someone said like if a it's cow, over 10 but feet even tall, it's, if, 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 if it's bigger than a fucking ki- uh, than uh, than ten foot, they're gonna know about it. I agree. Are you sure? Yeah, How totally. Do you know? Well, they might not um, know about it. What, dude, what, did the fucking sky blimps and sky clams and all, all sorts of... This fits into that same realm. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I agree. And, and we're totally saying, does, yeah. well, they don't know about it, so why would they right. know about these things? Well, because Especially the, well, if they're interdimensional, if they're, if, they're, if, they're in this, if they're just blipping really yeah, quick, why would they? if they're in the sky clam category, which I think is awesome, <laughs> the sky clam, then yeah, it would be like some ethereal thing that, that's happening. Not an actual physical dragon here that lives on Earth that is just no, flapping but you, but you're saying ways. it's coming from just somewhere else and not really existing here and just yeah, quickly... Yeah, so that way people are just kind of like getting a, a, a quick glimpse So of it. if it's the same thing, then they wouldn't necessarily know. No, I was saying that they would know if they actually lived here on Earth was with us permanently. They oh. would know. Yeah, no, not not the blipping thing. They're the little, you know, the weird like reality, the shift of reality, if you will. So are we all on the same page as interdimensional? Holy no. shit. No. Oh, come on. <laughs> Did you ever it. think Chris was gonna get on the interdimensional God damn page? It. All right, ever? Fine. fine. I'm not even on the interdimensional page. Aren't you are still? Yeah. Just I, get I'm my not. boat. I, I'm iffy. Get my boat. I you know what? Our dimensions might be shifting. Fine. The our time di- of wizards may be not. Can our dimensions touch? I, I wonder if Alan Moore will rule us all. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I wonder, oh, Jesus, I I I wonder if his time as the great pope of the world, yeah. the dark the dark magician that will fucking sanction whatever is good or bad for the new us no, it depends in the who, world of dragons and whoever goblins. Whoever wins in that wizard battle between him and Grant Morrison is going to rule the world. Oh, so. Which side are you picking? Grant Morrison. Yeah, he wrote happy. Like I was like pretty better, good. Yeah. Yeah, but I do like Alan Moore a lot. I love Alan Moore. He's got a sweet beard. I'm really into Grant Morrison. Also, Watchmen carries a lot of water with me. I, like I mean, I know it's it was, old, but it, it was it, phenomenal. Well, yeah, it's yeah, legit. Yeah. It's, Justice League is awesome. His Batman is great. Uh, Swamp Thing? <sighs> yeah, I know. No, it's I'm a hard... Still, I'm it's still going Grant Morrison. League I, Extraordinary Gentleman? I, I not the need, movie. The books were great. I need, I need a comparison now. Like, I need them both to do a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I need right. to compare. No, I, I need them that's both the to give yeah. it up. It's got to yeah. be the two that's wizards where, giving their yes. presentation. I, I, right, that's yeah. the deal. You can't just judge it by that. No, no, I know. no you're right. I, it's more than the body of their work. Yeah. I know. Usually. Sometimes... Nah. Who's more <laughs> compelling? You know, Alan Moore looks the part more, but Grant might be better suited for the job. Yeah, that's I, the I deal. think I might like Grant Morrison better. Here's the, the the problem is not so much who writes better comics, but who defends us better from dragons. Grant Morrison, because he's currently yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's currently that's defend, he's, Well, that's true. Like, who's doing the deal now? Like, yeah, if he's you said, currently doing the shit. If you said right now, Frank like, Frank Miller or Grant Morrison. I, I think I'm going to take Morrison. You have yeah, well, to. Yeah, now. Now. Day. Yeah, totally. Here's the now. thing. What if wizards Not. really are keeping dragons at bay? And that what every now and again, what if? That's no, what they do. No, but seriously. Hey. Like, like, what if they're not paying attention to Wisconsin because they're thinking, oh, the American Midwest, no one needs to worry about it. It's, right. it's fine. You know, they'll eat their cheese. They'll fucking do their Green Bay Packer thing. And it's like, oh, shit, something slipped through 2007. And then they have to send a fucking then patrol down to deal with it. What Grant, if there are wizards they, constantly making sure our world doesn't devolve from the technocratic fucking abyss that it is to the fucking wizard-filled hellhole of tro- trolls 
bulls and yeah. ogres. Be a great metal record. Oh my god, be a really cool metal. Our next record. wizards, there's there's just a science we don't know about, and they're not coming from dimensions. They're just coming from a different uh, space time. Yeah, and there's just tech, and they got to yeah. go out there and, and deal and, with and, that. You know, and we all know same wiz- thing. Real technically, it's the same physics thing. Yeah, are probably <laughs> yeah. the I mean, same. There's, there's totally. a reason why fucking uh, the Isaac Newton, sir, if you will, yeah. who is the fucking master of all physics, was also yeah. a goddamn alchemist wizard. Yeah, it was a genius. The, the, you know, so you can't necessarily pull the two a twain. That's what I'm saying. Dude, sex, magic, and physics. So all the same. I'm going to thank all there the wizards go. out there that are keeping it legit. Thank that you, are Isaac Newton. First dragon yeah, warrior. First dragon <laughs> wizard <laughs> physicist extraordinaire. Nice. Founder of the Panzer Dragoon <laughs> Regiment. <laughs> <laughs> all right, there you have You're, it. That is our take on dragons, I guess. Right? And 21st I guess. century. Right. We, we sort of pulled it off. I, no, I don't know if we did that. Or whatever, it works. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, not, it's not even relevant if we pull. We were just. We went on this ride. We took you with us. You're welcome. Here it is. I don't even remember yeah. what I just said. Yeah, just no, let's go. Either. Enjoy. Uh, be sure to hit us up on the socials. Give us your dragon theories, I guess, right? Yeah, please. Yeah, why not? May as well. Shit. Uh, Instagrams, Twitters, and Facebooks. Uh, uh, com. Get yourself some sweet enamel pins and some koozies. Uh, T Public Shop, you can get some merch there too, uh, and of course our Patreon recently launched uh, as of April first. Um, uh, Patreon.com/slash Podcast. We have a one dollar and five dollar <laughs> tier. Be sure to sign up for that. Stick around for some ratings and reviews. You can leave those on the iTunes Apple Podcast apps. Why do I think like I'm doing a morning zoo show? I don't know, but it's okay. pretty no, exciting. You're good. You're fine. Cool. And we'll be talking to you soon. Bye. And also another shout out to Richard Freeman. Thank yeah, you thank so you very much. much, man. Thank That's you awesome. for inspiring this. Yeah. Can't wait to pick your brain. Dragons. Right. Cool. We're talking to you soon. See you later from the Mark Show. Yeah, See you yeah, next week. Yeah. Dragon balls all day. Yeah. Ugh. Dragon oh and the God. fools. Coming at you. Thank you for sticking around for the ratings and reviews. These are coming at you from the iTunes, Apple Podcast apps, Obscure, Absurd Crypto Nerds. <laughs> Five stars from Death or Glory, 918. Love this podcast. God. Art caught my eye. The theme song blew me away. And the Fresh Duh. Crypto's fun yeah. discussion and gentle beer cracking in the background had me hooked by Grampus. Thanks, dudes. Keep it up. Well, Thank shit, you. howdy. There you go. We'll do our darndest. Robert, Facebook, what do we got? I got a review from John Powrich. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Okay. And he says, this is an awesome podcast, exclamation point. The guys are funny and the banter is great. Hello, save. I believe that's a Hello typo space. for Hello Space. Okay, cool. But I love that it's hell, Hello letter say. O, yes. save. <laughs> okay, sweet. Thank you, John. Totally. All right, I got best new show, five stars. Krista, back to Earth Beauty. Hey, Kryptonaut Podcast, five satanic stars, hella space <laughs> style. Yeah. My name is Drew, and my buddy Wally put me onto your show, and I thought I'd give it a try. I downloaded 10 old episodes and began to fill myself a hot bath. <laughs> I slipped off my leathers and killed the lights. I find it easier to float in the steaming, tepid water in complete dark. The only sensory distraction coming from my earbuds are the aluminum bowl full of slime. 
of slime gyms floating around. That is the most sensual review we've ever yeah, received. Uh, I love to laugh along with you guys on your numerous topics, uh, though sometimes it's hard to hear you over the viscous slapping on the water as I blindly fumble around the tub for those <laughs> devious floating meat sacks. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's what they do. I love the nerd metal references throughout it, and it makes me laugh like I'm a part of something. Uh, like you guys are my old friends. I also enjoy sticking my toe in the faucet while the tub is filling. Yeah, to get oh, we got to have the spray. Tickle. Yeah, no, it's great. Keep up the great work. You've got a lifelong listener. I'm not sure why we're taking a bath with this dude, but I love it. I don't know if you write, Drew, but you have like done some ASMR poetry. Just yeah, that yes. you literally painted a most visceral picture. And uh, and you should really probably be doing this more often. And right. thank you for the shout out. And you know what? I'm glad we're taking a bath with you. And I also like to make the nozzle spray when I occasionally get in the tub. Okay. That's the deal. Well, yeah. that, there you go. Thank Good you, shit. Thank you, Drew. And Robert, continue on. This speak of the devil, if you will. Devil. This review comes from Richard Freeman. Oh, Holy nice. shit. Is literally the source of the entire podcast yep. tonight. Awesome. Cool. A truly one-of-a-kind podcast, it's like talking about obscure monsters with your mates down at the pub, a rural, old, spooky pub on a stormy night. Oh. Nice. Oh. Thank you, Rich. Thank you, Rich. Oh, American Wolf in London. There you go. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's yeah, always what I fucking no, think of. curse. Stick to the main road, fuck face. No, just stay on the road. <laughs> That's yeah. all you had to do. God yeah. damn it. They Thank didn't. you, Richard, so much. All right, coming at us here. Uh, shall I compare thee to a summer's day? Five oh. stars from <laughs> Ashley T. Yeah. Wow, uh, I cannot I cannot even begin to say how much I adore these guys and how much their podcast means to me. I've been a big fan of the weird since I was eight. I'm thirty, and I love that I'm always introduced to new creatures by them. I just stumbled across a podcast while doing a random name search while high, and boy is <laughs> boy is sober me happy with high me. Chris, Mark, and Rob always make me laugh or yell while I'm stuck in Vegas traffic. Please keep up, please keep up the amazing work and keep your rad. I mean, keep your rad AF selves. Oh and, shit! Red and, and keep being your rad AF self. Oh, red is fudge. Red is fudge. Fudge. I'm so excited. Red is fudge. Thank you, I'm Ashley. fudge. I'm always Thank fudge. Thank you so oh, much, Ashley. I'm so glad hi you allowed this to happen. Oh yeah. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Be sure to leave your ratings and oh, reviews. Oh no, I got one more. Oh, do you? okay. Oh no, Sorry. don't be too quick. Jumping, jumping the gun. Michael Camp. Oh, Camp it up. Absolutely fantastic show. Guys are great. Content is just what I like. Sweet <laughs> to, the to the point, point yeah. Succinct. Thank you, Michael Camp. <laughs> All right, cool. So there you have it. Uh, be sure to leave your ratings and reviews in the iTunes, Apple Podcast apps, and of course the Facebooks. You can leave them there as well. Uh, it helps us out greatly. And uh, thank you all. All of our listeners, oh, near totally. and far. It's thank literally, you, you are one of the best things. Thank in you our all lives. so very much. We are glad that we can be joining you this Monday morning, and we'll be talking to you soon. Bye. Second goodbye is always a sad goodbye. Second goodbye. <laughs> the last goodbye to oh, next the last week. Goodbye. Yeah. Well, it's the last goodbye until the next goodbye. That's what, yeah, until next week. To the first, second goodbye. Yeah, but this is our last goodbye before we say goodbye two more times again. But you know what I like to say? Why are we always saying goodbye? You're going to have six lonely baths. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. next week. Should we just be saying hello instead of goodbye? Is that a thing? Uh, yeah. Hello, friend. Is that what oh. we do? No, it sounds weird. You no, say hello. No, because they're not going to hear us till next week. It's true, they're not. So bye. See you in six-ish days? Yeah, five, yeah. And, five and three quarters days. Totally. Usually, All give right. or take. 
Cool. I've been uploading these at about 1230 uh, Sunday. Oh, so like the, the crack of Sunday. Yeah, Look. actually, when I set it to automatically post, oh. so it's not me being uh, up. I go to bed at, at 9 o'clock, Robert. I have a decent bedtime. I'm sorry. I didn't okay. know. We'll, we'll take your you lonely bath, and then we'll see you in a week. All right, cool. There it is. <laughs> bah! Bah! All right, okay. listen. You can always use it. the second paragraph. What's that? Instead, The second paragraph is sometimes less. This globally ubiquitous beasts. Okay. Oh, you oh no, you not, have it looking. No, no, that's the second sentence. I mean, the second paragraph. <laughs> oh, when I think of dragons, the images that pop into my mind. <laughs> oh, no, that doesn't help. <laughs> yeah, either. this doesn't work at all. The no. second sentence. <laughs> I went to the wrong one. All right. No, and they, right. but that made more sense yeah, actually, actually when you write it. Yeah, totally. All right, here we go. <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right, get out of your system. Here we go. I'm going to try to do this fucking yeah, that was barrage. Just, oh, we're dumb. Oh, we are dumb. That was so dumb. Of all dumb. Fucking Start a second time. paragraph, second sentence. Do it a second sentence. Do you see the indentation? That's a paragraph. All right. To be fair, there's no fucking indentation. Okay. Well, then that makes sense. You don't I mean, know. Do there's no other paragraph here. No, but there is a here? fucking space. Oh my god! It is not even the longest intro I've ever given you. It's goddamn near. Oh. I'll tell you what. It shows my faith in you. Is there difficult oh. words or it's just long? It's just long. Oh. You right. want me to read it? No, here we go. You want to read the rest no. of it and I'll read this? Do you want to no. do it one word at a time? No. <laughs> <laughs> like, in, stop, the, stop. <laughs> no, we're not going to do that. Okay. All right, here we go. All right. No, all that's bullshit. Okay. All right. Let's do it. Stop. Stop. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas. Christmas. Oh, no. Easter. Oh, no. Okay, I want to get everybody for Christmas. Pay ass. Oh, Wicker oh, man. Wicker Wicker man. Burn the sacrifice. Oh, my God. <laughs> Burn the sacrifice. All right. Are we ready? I think. Okay, here we go. All right. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> You are like the fucking Wicker Man Valley girl. God you're like damn the, it. You're like, you're like the pagan god of I fucking am. South California mall culture. Oh God, okay. Go to the top of the straw man. Oh Don't worry. That's oh pizza. Do you, do you want a good Fire. harvest or not, <laughs> Betty? Oh, my God. It's Butterflies. It's sweat. Okay. Here we go. Hit it. I had two Reuben sandwiches for dinner, and I hope that smells. Yeah, two. <laughs> if two. I smell I'm anything, fuck, I even do that. <laughs> if I smell anything, you're out of here. Wow, wow, disinvited from Chris's apartment. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't, 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 right. don't test I'm me. I'm just gonna do these real quick. <laughs> don't test me. All right, ready? Don't test me yeah, in my I'm own house. Two, but the two? Icelandic one is short. Very okay, short. All, right. all right. Fucking better be right. more. So we've. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Right. Wow. Here we go. Ready? All right. So we got two more. Uh, accounts, and then we're going to wrap it up, and we're going to break this shit down. All right, let's do it. The first one is from fucking Iceland. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> I don't even know why I said that. Why are you so mad no. at Iceland? No. I'm not mad at Iceland. <laughs> why? That's why I take it back. I'm just like, why? The why? first one was simply from fucking Iceland. Okay. Okay. You're like, just first one's from fucking Iceland. Here we go. I know That's it sounded weird. like I, I'm not even mad. No, no, it what didn't sound mad. They it was just they, funny. They why use, was they there. use thermodynamics? We have. They believe in elves. I love the Icelanders. We have listeners in Iceland. I'm a fan of Iceland. I was not at all disparaging. No, it was just the random. Adjective you threw in there for no reason. I know it really. That, absolutely no reason. It's, it's because no I'm reason. an innately funny. profane person. Okay. Okay. 